In a CNN town hall last night, Elizabeth Warren held up documents that would release women who had previously signed non-disclosure agreements with Michael Bloomberg's company from any and all prior obligations. No word yet on when she might mm-hmm. offer a similar release to anyone who donated to her campaign when it seemed like she still had a shot. Oh. 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 Speaking of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren predicts that Mayor Michael Bloomberg will spend more money to erase everyone's <laughs> memory of the last uh, of the last debate. Uh, in related news, look how pretty the spinning rainbow wheel is in this Michael Bloomberg commercial. <laughs> Though. Uh, yep. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I put uh, put your jokes uh, back to back, which was a mistake. Go for it. Anyway, Bernie Sanders criticized Mike Bloomberg's debate performance in an interview, saying that President Trump would, quote, chew him up and spit him out. To which Bloomberg responded, ha! I'm so small, I'd get caught in his throat and he'd choke on me. So there! Though experts disagree, Republican Senator Tom Cotton suggests that the coronavirus was intentionally created in a lab. The question is, is it the same lab that created Eric Trump? And finally, President Trump criticized the Academy Awards for awarding Best Picture to the South Korean film Parasite. But when you're Donald Trump, doesn't every movie seem like it's a foreign film? The Trump Report starts now. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, welcome to the Trump Report brunch time edition. Yay! <laughs> At a special early time on a Friday. Well, yes. I'm drinking mimosas. We're, we're, uh, yes, yes, yes. Sure, yes. <laughs> yes. With of course. Clink there. <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, schedules just dictated this. We also wanted to make sure that we got in uh, after the most recent debate. Mm-hmm. That some people want to call fight night, but, you know, it's a little bit more of, I don't know, it's a little bit more of like a slap fight, you know. But <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, I am, of course, Christian Blatt. Uh, returned from Wuhan province. So glad that you're healthy. Uh, we did check to make sure you didn't have a fever anymore on the way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamara Brown. I do have really disgusting warts all over my back, but no coronavirus. <laughs> well, that had, gives you something in common with Scott Moore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> who also doesn't have the coronavirus. Uh, welcome. And of course. And lots of warts on my back. Too, not so. with us today. Chelsea Galicia. But congratulations. Yeah. I know she's watching from Mexico. Mm-hmm. She is now a Mrs. And I believe the decision was that she would, she already has two last names. So I think she didn't want to have three. Mm. So, uh, but uh, congratulations to Chelsea. She'll be back in a few weeks. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Mr. Galicia. Yes. yes. That, you know what? <laughs> if I were him, I think that that's probably the, the appropriate uh, right. response. So, you guys watch the debate. Sure did. Mm. Usually we talk about how boring the debates right. are, and I won't lie, there's one that I actually didn't watch. I won't say which one it was. I did watch a lot of clips afterwards, but we talked about one. It wasn't the night of. It was one that we talked about later, and I'm like, I just can't. So I just, <laughs> I just like, you know, read a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, usually I watch them, and I'm like, I can't believe it. But this one, yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into any of the specifics, just overall thoughts, uh, Tamara, about about that debate and what it says about where the race is at. Uncomfortable. I did yeah. not enjoy watching this one. I mean, not that I really did. <laughs> did I enjoy any of them? I know. Um, no, but this... I, I understand. I was, um, I was trying to talk to a friend about this, and I was, I was telling Tamara this before the show, that to me it's very reminiscent of the British version of The Office because the pauses and the uncomfortable silences are much longer because the pacing of British television is not as fast. American Office has plenty of that. Plenty of uncomfortable, but it's just it's just so long, just Ricky Gervais sitting there, and I'm like, 
can, can somebody say something, please? <laughs> and there was a lot of that. It was mm. it was a lot of uncomfortable moments. Uh, and uh, I uh, personally, I enjoyed it. But it was incredibly uncomfortable. Scott, what did you think? Yeah, I was going to say personally, I enjoyed it too. It felt like a whole different uh, debate. I was like, different people. I'm like, where, where did these people come yeah. from that were so kind of boring and stayed and and like you were saying it's like you'd watch the same debate you could again and again because i'd be asking the same questions and it became the same talking points and it was just like okay we get it so why are we having so many debates well, but this one it was completely yeah. like different Here, people came here's out. my hot take was this one better because tom steyer wasn't there <laughs> no. <laughs> no. i'd rather tom steyer than bloomberg present I he mean, just has if, no razzle dazzle bloomberg wasn't there no one would have been entertaining that night. They, people, everyone else weird. only stepped up yes. because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's uh, get to the greatest hit. But of the what evening. was interesting about him is everybody else attacking him, not him himself. No, no, so. no. But if he's right, not there, right. they're not going to yeah. do it. Right. You know exactly. Uh, so Ryan in the booth. Uh, the first clip that I would like to yes, share sir. is from the debate. Uh, it is Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and uh, look, wh- whoever uh, prepared Elizabeth Warren for this debate. Uh, did a much better job than whomever prepared Mike Bloomberg mm-hmm. because she nailed him on all the things that you need to bring up and it seemed like nobody thought in his camp that like, oh, they might ask you right. about this. <laughs> you know, he did de- debate prep. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess none of these things came up. Anyway, this is the, uh, I believe this is the moment that uh, where you first realized like, oh, I can't fall asleep during this I'm gonna debate. I'm going to step out mm-hmm. and use the restroom. talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. I'm like... Burn! And uh, yeah, it's just we have the, the snippet version of that. Uh, but uh, the uh, the audience was like, you had some, some ooh, like you had the Jerry Springer, ooh. But then also there was like, uh, I think there was a little bit more of that. People were not expecting that. You know who was expecting it the least? Michael Bloomberg. He's <laughs> Apparently. Like, what now? What? 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 So, uh, Tamara, that made you uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. I don't like that. I also uh, obviously didn't like the um, Mayor Pete uh, going on Klobuchar oh, about mm-hmm. not she, how important it was to remember oh, the Mexican well, president's name. All right, name. I guess now we do yeah. have to and, get to the third clip because the third <laughs> clip is uh, right. Amy Klobuchar not knowing who the president of Mexico is. Oh, you've and got it, the actual and, original. Yeah. So here's why that's important before we play it. Uh, she's running for president. She's been in the Senate. She used the word arena 40 times in the debate. I'm in the arena. I'm in the arena. If you're in the arena, you should know who the president of Mexico is. And look, you might forget, but if you're sitting down with Telemundo, you, you lean into an aide, you, you ask Siri, who's, who's the president of Mexico? Because it might come up. And, I, and that's why it's such a big deal to me is because, one, she couldn't bullshit her way out of it, and she tried. She's She's... She's no Donald Trump when it comes to that. Right. You know, he he would have had the Telemundo reporter crying or possibly put in a cage. You mean bullshit her way out on out, at, uh, at, the not, debate? No, no, at the no, debate? No, 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 no. In the, in no, the interview. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah. She, couldn't, she couldn't talk her way out of it. Let's see it. I've never seen the clip. Oh, before. this is well, – if you, if you thought that the debate was uncomfortable. Uh, Ryan, let's, uh, let's play this. Yes. Uh, what do you know about the Mexican president? Okay. Well, what I will tell you is that I will visit Mexico in the first uh, 100 years. One hundred, one hundred days. One hundred days. <laughs> I will you are, visit. Are, uh, nobody's uh, even talking about running that. for president. Yes. You would like to be the yes. nom, uh, yes. the de- Democratic uh, candidate 
Yeah. What do you know about the Mexican president now? Uh, well, I know that he is uh, un elected in the last <laughs> few years. I don't know him personally. <laughs> I've met with the ambassador, and I was actually supportive of the trade agreement. So I worked okay. with the embassy on that. <laughs> they came to meet with know, me. And I ask because it's so important, especially yes. Nevada, <laughs> California, Arizona, Texas. This yes. is our neighbor to the south. Yes. Do you know anything about him, specifically his politics, what he's doing, since mm -hmm. this would be the country you would share a border with. Um, Anything well, you can tell me about him? I just, I know that they are our neighbors, and regardless <laughs> of who the leader is, that it is someone that I will work with. They are our neighbors, <laughs> you're right. But do you know who he is? Uh, do you know his yeah, name? Yeah, I, um, I know that he is the Mexican <laughs> president. And for those listening on audio, she did look uh, no. off camera. Yeah. Don't you think it would be important, if you're running for president, to know who the president of Mexico, <laughs> the country to the south of the United States, is? Yeah. Yes. Because it, it affects so many Americans, uh, Mexican-Americans are the largest Hispanic, uh, the, the largest number of Hispanics in the U.S. are Mexican-Americans. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that is not, that's not a good job. Mm, no. That yeah. is, um, the takeaway there, what does she know about Mexico? It's our neighbor to the south. <laughs> mm -hmm. And only because the reporter asked that. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, uh, I, I think... Yeah, does does Donald Trump know the president of Mexico? Nope. He's been our president for three years. I, I don't think he does. Mm -hmm. um, I think that maybe... Do some... any of us, by <laughs> no, the way? here's the thing. We're, <laughs> not, running, yeah. we're not running for president. <laughs> uh, and, you know, uh, uh, Tom Steyer also didn't know, but come uh -huh. on. What is he? Right. He's, he's a billionaire. He doesn't need to know anything. Right. You know what I mean? It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure Bloomberg doesn't know either. Uh, Mayor Pete did know. We don't need to show the clip. But mm -hmm. uh, he's a little bit of a show-off, too. <laughs> because when he knows... He like over pronounces the accent. Sure. He'll answer in Spanish. Like, like, all right, we got orador. It's like, all right, we get it, Mayor Pete. You're yeah. you're smarter than me. All right, but uh, so that's why to me it was a big deal. Uh, was because it's more about prep. Mm -hmm. The not right. knowing that's fine, mm -hmm. but <clears throat> not being able to talk your way out of it. But also, <clears throat> if that if she was if that was. Well, I was going to say any other media outlet, but I guess Univision being the one other one. that. It, but if it was NBC, CBS, whatever, and then they got it, and like, oh, they're being dicks. But I can see that Telemundo's like, how much do you really know mm -hmm. about us? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, bad luck for Tom Steyer that that hadn't gone viral yet. And then he got asked the same question, uh, I think. So, anyway, that's sort of a long, meandering way to get to the point that that's why I think it, it was important. And... She also did not have good responses for Mayor Pete. This was very uh, like schoolyard. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't all be perfect like you, mm -hmm. Pete. Yes. Like, ouch. Well, Are you calling me stupid? No, mm -hmm. but that was a stupid moment. I mean, that's a that's a fine response that he did not give. But you you could have said that. The the what it felt like to me is that it's not a matter of anyone actually checking why somebody shouldn't be president. It's more about they they go. He went after he he took that opportunity in that specific moment because that was his opportunity to appeal to I guess Latino voters. Like they're they're looking at one. There's there's one strand of why I have to make this attack at this time right now like it does it wasn't it wasn't for the general like showing that klobuchar maybe isn't a qualified candidate or anything like that yeah i don't think no i mean i think the fact that she tells the joke about the snowstorm and donald trump's hair 40 times on the, on the you know there's a there's a great montage that the daily show did where they show every time she said it and she just said it again Last Friday mm -hmm. on Bill Marshall, yes, she did, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and it's just like 
if you have a good line that's actually funny, sure, you can trot it out. But that was never funny. Mm-hmm. And so she's just somebody that comes off like, okay, well, you know, she talks about being in the arena. I guess she's been in there so long that she has a little re- relatability problem. Um, one of the yeah. people that I follow uh, on Twitter is a campaign strategist, uh, Mike Murphy, who people know uh, in California probably for helping get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger elected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Despite that, he's a great guy. I like him. I've known him for a long time. Uh, And he said that in this debate, you started to see the Amy Klobuchar that people who had worked for her previously were talking about, you know, over the the recent months. You know, just, uh, just getting angry, being mean, and not particularly uh, quick on her feet. But... Her performance was so far from the worst in the debate. Well, she yeah. was not the second worst. She maybe was the third worst, but I don't think so. Because far worse than her, for me, is uh, is Joe Biden. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about Klobuchar. Uh, Scott, your just overall thoughts well, on her and, and how, you know, look, she did very well in, she did well in both Iowa and New Hampshire, right? She did. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I mean... Voting wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, well, not as well in Iowa, and right. I, and and you know there was a. Uh, I, I was surprised as we talked about last week that she didn't do better being the neighbor, but that's not as right. big of a deal as it used to be. I know she didn't get to campaign as much at the end there because of the impeachment trial. Sure. But there's two there's two things to it. One is it goes beyond her not knowing the president's name because I did like the fact that Elizabeth Warren kind of defended her in the debate and said, "Look, people forget names all the time when you're you know." It seemed like she was having a bad day when she said hundred years instead of hundred days. You know, so she was already <laughs> off kilter, it seemed, and she yeah. seemed very nervous and uncomfortable in this. But the problem was, like you said, she didn't know the basic facts about it. She didn't know, you know, that, that Obrador is a leftist, that, you know, he was the first leftist that won by a landslide in Mexico in, in years. Like, basic things that she should have known and knowing what his policies are that differentiated from his predecessor. Um, and that that's more of a concern than the fact of forgetting someone's name. Yeah. Two, I would say in the debate that... Pete had to go for the jugular in this debate, as everyone else was, because the fact that they're both in that moderate lane, and he saw that she had a very good showing in New Hampshire, and it was beyond trying to go after the Latino vote, which did seem pandering when he goes into Spanish and everything, but, you know, obviously they're in Nevada, and that is a huge Latino vote, and so he is trying to track some of those, of course, but I think he's also going after that moderate lane to try to sew that up. Do you think when he's in South Carolina next week, he's going to have a little bit of a draw? Do you think he's going (laughs) to – what do you think the odds are that Pete Buttigieg says y'all at some point in that debate? I just thought of this now. Uh, I I think the odds are pretty good, right? Uh, It's just like Elizabeth Warren, like, you know, the beer drinking with the husband. It's like, just be yourself. And (laughs) so I think he was trying to make sure he saw, like, look, she's not prepared for primetime here. I am – you know, because she went on to say how she had the experience and had won statewide and he – he lost statewide in, in Indiana, and so there was a lot of back and forth, but he was going for the jugular. He He's at the point now where he needs to get her out of his lane there yeah. if he has a chance Could, to be able to consolidate that moderate middle I mean, let's vote. be honest. They're, they're both probably gone a month from now. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so I can yeah. see, like, you know, he's got he's to push all the chips exactly. in right now, and this is really the time. I mean, you it's, know. They, they 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 both need to have a win somewhere on Super Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, if they don't... Uh, It'll be a quiet Wednesday. Yes, it will be. But um, for for him especially, he had to really go. Even though I didn't enjoy that and I thought it was awkward and uncomfortable, um, I think at this point in the game he had to go for it because of the fact that she he was – had to play dirty. And she had a terrible night compared to before New Hampshire, which a lot of yeah. people, which we talked about, yeah. voted in, at the last minute for her 
because she had such a great performance and she didn't do herself any favors in this last debate, which is not going to help Anna her. was uncomfortable when she was asked the question about her prosecution record. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was an uncomfortable moment, yes, too. And, um, and she didn't answer it well, either. Again, it was like she didn't she wasn't able to answer it well. Yeah, she did. She did say she sort of veered it towards. I, I also uh, when when the police of that uh, county wanted to keep um, something about the records of of police violence within their own department, she said she was against that. So she diverted it sort of. But it was still what was the question? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly what it was. It was honestly, uh, yeah, it was yeah. the particular case that yeah she was involved in. It was something um, about police targeting minorities in her in her particular in her particular yeah. county. Yeah, yeah but I, case, I mean, like, I, I think that the 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 main takeaway is that yeah, it was not she she didn't negotiate any of these things particularly well. Any of the, mm-hmm. any of the adversity that came up and. You know, I mean, even Elizabeth Warren standing up for her, like you mentioned, it was that point. He's like, yeah, she didn't know his name, but she didn't really know anything uh, about him. Yeah. And, she's like, and, and then so Warren's like, oh, OK, well. But questions know. like that by the moderators, like that's also what made this debate. Like, I felt like the moderators were also aiming more towards the jugular than just general yeah, questions sure. about the environment and, it, uh, you know, um, uh International policies yeah, and things no, like I that. Mean, Chuck, Chuck Todd just wants to make sure that nobody realizes what an odd-looking human he is. So <laughs> it's like immediately take the focus off of him. <laughs> I get it completely. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought that the moderators were okay in this debate. It was really like that last CNN one where, you know, Bernie's like, so I didn't say it. And then she says, so when Bernie said it, I'm like, no, see that? I See, that's, that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. When it's like, okay, so you as the moderator shouldn't call somebody on stage a liar. You can let everybody else Right, do let it. everyone else. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was hard to stay out of the way. I mean, uh, poor Lester mm-hmm. Holt. You know, he was just like, "What am I doing? Like, can, can I go home now?" You know, isn't there a dateline on <laughs> yeah. that I have to announce? It's like, man, you know, if if uh, if Brian Williams hadn't made up so, so many stories, <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. He would. That would have been fine. Uh, so, anyway, let's go back to uh, Joe Biden for a mm-hmm. second because uh, old Uncle Joe, who spent 2019 the whole year, really. I mean, once he got in the race, he was he w- he was a front runner. Yeah. Uh, 2020 has not been so kind to him. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of Joe Biden jumping in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, me too. <laughs> and not the kind of me too we usually talk about. Right. Like when Elizabeth Warren is like, you should release these women from it. And uh, from the NDAs. And Joe Biden immediately is like, yeah, look, it's simple. All you have to do is like, okay, she just, she literally just said it. I know you're older. You maybe didn't hear her. But it, it doesn't help. Also, when you're talking about, you know, sexual harassment, like, don't mansplain over the woman talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Toots. Let me tell you. No, exactly. Uh, I I mean, but apart from a couple of those moments, it was like he he was, you know, he was marble mouthed. Mm -hmm. He was confused. And, uh, you know, it's I I think, yes, it looks bad for Bloomberg. Of course, he had a terrible night. Mm hmm. But he's not on the ballot in in Nevada. No, no. one was going to caucus for him. So he, they, people can write in for him. But this is great. This was dress rehearsal for him, and mm-hmm. now he's like, oh, all right. I'm going to have to borrow somebody who has big boy pants and see if I can mm-hmm. get those hemmed and cinched, and then I'll put them on, and then I'll be ready for uh, South Carolina. Uh, because uh, I think Joe Biden was the most hurt by this because it's like 
you know, I, I, I've had the, the Nevada caucus in particular is the one that I've known someone that's done, and they told me a lot about it. And I think they all work kind of the same way. You're sitting in a room, you know, probably uh, as nicely uh, decorated as this one mm-hmm. with some brick wall and some, you know, cups with free water. And you're, you're trying to convince people, like, well, I like Mayor Pete, and here's why. And then you just try to convince them. And then conversationally, you might get people to change their vote, and then you put it in that way. Instead of, you know, the way everybody else does it, where you just put a little check next to a name, and mm-hmm. it goes on a screen or on some paper, and then they count them. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think Bloomberg had to, had to really worry uh, about that, you know. Um, <laughs> and but, the fact that he had ads blanketing that... Yeah. Debate the whole night too. Like, yeah, oh they would go. They would go to ads on, on, oh on commercials. God. Yeah, he always has ads. I did like <laughs> his uh, his moment that made me laugh. I think unintentionally on his part was uh, well. You can also follow me, but you don't need to send me any money. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, we're talking about uh, Bloomberg ads, Ryan, and <sighs> that's the third thing that I have, which. Uh, you know, it's a little bit not playing fair, but he does, you know, look, he's got unlimited, literally unlimited resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did his wealth come from? He, well, he did not inherit it. Uh, he no. made it through through business. I mean, uh, haven't you seen the ads? I can tell you all about when he was born. I've seen, <laughs> I, a, picture, I actually I've seen a picture of him as a Boy Scout. Uh, I actually haven't. Yeah. I see Steyer ads all the time. Uh, I, I don't ever I see, see Bloomberg those way more ads. often, actually. Yeah. I do see more, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so he he made his own uh, his own fortune. And we'll talk about wealth and, and those things. But So he has all this money. He has people that are making good memes for him. Uh, I think his tweets at Donald Trump leave a lot to be desired, mm-hmm. but the meme. Yeah, and so he he made his own uh, his own fortune, and we'll talk about uh, wealth and, and those things. But so he has all this money. He has people that are making good memes for him. Uh, I think his tweets at Donald Trump leave a lot to be desired, mm-hmm. but the memes are doing good. And then you have an ad like this one, Ryan. If we could play at least the some best of way it. way to predict the future is to create it. I don't know anybody I've worked with in my career, and I've been hanging around a long time who does more to create the future than you, Mike. Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> Mike That's Bloomberg Joe Biden speaking, for those listening the city on audio. Of New York into a global leader on public health and environmental stewardship. And it's, uh, again, for those not watching, there's these images, inspirational-looking images of Mike Bloomberg as a leader. Gas emissions by 16%. And there's Biden. Mike <laughs> Still going. what every public <laughs> official should have. Passion matched with principle. Your legacy extends well beyond the five boroughs to a nation and a world that continues to benefit from the leadership that you uh, Anyway, we can, we can play down on it. So basically, this is like, oh, so Joe Biden got out of the, the race. Like, the brave, the score, the score to Braveheart that yeah, plays and, underneath and, and it. And it's like, oh, so okay, so Biden's out of the race yeah. and he's, uh, he's uh, supporting Bloomberg. And it's so great. Because, yeah, it, again, it's not playing fair, but, look, we're going to see way worse ads than that. To me, that's just funny. These, yes. are, these are Biden's words. They didn't pretend. You know, it's not like, yeah, I am a big fan of Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> it's not that. So, uh, so, you know, look, he's got a great team around him. Uh, and to be fair, when asked about this, Joe Biden said, uh, I don't endorse Republicans. So, all right, that's not too bad. Give Uncle Joe a C minus on that. All right. Look, he needs something. Um, but what do we think collectively? I'll ask you first, uh, Tamara, about about Uncle Joe, where he's at, like not in that ad from 10 years ago or whatever, but actually uh, today uh, as he's uh, hustling in South Carolina. 
Well, how's he doing? I guess um, through the debate, I'd say he sort of coasted to me the same way Bernie did. Like, there was nothing, aside from not being super participatory in the debate, he wasn't, there wasn't anything that made him really, you know, there was no embarrassing moment or anything like that. Yeah, his teeth stayed in his mouth. Yeah, was there, was, there was no, like, attack on him. Well, well, and that's the thing, too, because he's not a threat anymore. Mm-hmm. Obviously, past debates, they went after him. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, we can't do that. That would yeah. be elder abuse to kick <laughs> yeah. poor Uncle Joe. Yeah, and so I guess where he is in the polls, so I don't know. I, I'm actually super surprised that, I think we all are, right? That that he I, I thought is he not, would be doing better at yeah. this point. I, I don't know that that he was definitely going to get the nomination. I think when he announced, I'm like, well, that's the guy that makes sense. Yeah, I thought. But I, I really thought he'd be doing better than this. What do you think, Scott? I'm kind of in the middle. I was surprised by how durable he was doing last year. I mean, I get before most people were paying attention. But it was yeah. very surprising when he had a bunch of stumbles in the earlier debates and that he still was having this very durable lead. Um, but I'm surprised this year that he's fallen so quickly. But I felt like in this debate, he felt very irrelevant to me. He felt yeah. like he was just the background, like you were saying, Christian, just chiming in here and there, making comments. But he just felt like this older, sort of out-of-place uh, guy. And it's, it is sad because we've talked about this before, but it seemed like he had his peak and he had his opportunity. And it probably would have been 2016. And now he's sort of past his prime and as great as he has with his legacy and things that he's done. I mean, it's not perfect, of course, but that's also part of the problem. When you see ads like that, when you have people that have been in politics so long, you know, they have such a record that goes back 45 years, things change and you you get people on the record saying a lot of different things that may have changed now. Um, But he just, yeah, he felt like he's, he's past his prime and it kind of just felt sad, like seeing him on stage because he still was not very coherent and didn't have anything like you were saying, like, Tamara, he didn't have anything that was really memorable. He just kind of got through it, but it just felt like he was like sort of a has-been that was just there sort of in in the background and and a little more irrelevant. I don't think it's really going to help him as he moves forward. It looks like he's still leading in South Carolina, but that lead continues to narrow, so it's going to be interesting to see when they have a week away from... In general, are polls still... Like, Bernie's leading most, Most polls, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then second is, like, Mayor Pete? It's uh, different in each state. Yeah, That's exactly. the thing. It's 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 really kind of crazy. Like, uh, which is, I, I guess I've never thought about how ads really do if they're blanketed make a difference because you see Steyer's doing really well in South Carolina, and he's been blanketing ads down there, and he's getting a lot of the African American vote that was going to Biden because he's really been targeting that community. Mm-hmm. And then you go down to Florida and you see Michael Bloomberg is actually about neck and neck with Joe Biden now in hmm. Florida. Uh, and Bernie Sanders. So it's really interesting because he's been blanketing ads in Florida because their primary is not until March uh, 17th. So it's really fascinating that each state is a little bit different right now on, on who's kind of in the, yeah. in the middle of the pack there. And look, to, for people who really spend a lot of time following this stuff and are you know political nerds and interested in it, you see all these debates. It, Bloomberg could have as bad a night in the next five debates it might not make an impact because of all the commercials that he's buying. And right. way more people are going to see those commercials before they go to vote. But like, you want to spend two hours of prime time uh, watching a bunch of, you know, well, everybody except Mayor Pete, as he pointed out, everybody on stage who's a millionaire mm-hmm. except Mayor Pete. Uh, you know, it, it's not necessarily where everybody wants to uh, spend their time. Well, and, and I would say, too, if you really – and I – was tweeting about this too is the fact is if if you went on debate performance alone for electability then donald trump would have lost by a landslide because he did not do well in any of the debates even though he claims he did the best ever um 
he did horribly. And he had a couple, you know, even in the Republican, thing, he would do stupid things and make comments and that rile people up. But when he was actually one-on-one with Hillary Clinton, he was terrible in all of them. So debate performance does not necessarily equal, you know, how people are going to vote. He was so. terrible to people who know about policy and politics to the people who are watching and his supportive base who just want to see him say, yeah, but that was about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what they want, that, that's well, what they want to hear. So I mean, to them, he did fantastic. When it's like someone who calls women fat pigs and then he interrupts and he says, only Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah. yeah, like that's I, the I did, sick burn I, that his base okay. wanted to but that's I did, what I, I but, I did, but I did laugh when he said that. Like, no, but, that, just, but that's what I'm saying. Like He's not a good debater. No. And you could say the same thing. Like to me, Michael Bloomberg is like the more boring version of Donald Trump on the Democratic side right now. You're like way more boring. But... <laughs> Debates don't necessarily equal into how people are going to vote, which is even though he had an absolutely horrible night and I think it woke up a lot of people that might have been interested in looking at him as the moderate with some of his issues, it's not going to come down to who's going to end up, you know, how his votes are going to end up being. And um, it's sad to say in some some degree. But, yeah, so if he's got unlimited resources, he can throw up ads like this with Joe Biden yeah. and the other ad with him with Obama on every single channel all the time, you know, trying to make it look like they're best friends and everything. So, um, you know, that that I, I've literally seen people post that they were voting because they were like, oh, I didn't realize that Obama's endorsing him. And, you know, people see those ads and they actually think Obama's endorsing Michael Bloomberg because of those ads. So it, it's it is kind of crazy how it really does affect people's ideas yeah. on, on ideals on a candidate, which I didn't think it would ever would. But. I have a, a dumb question. What when do candidates announce their running mate is it not until the nominee is it, uh, is it I, usually uh, you can sometimes throw a Hail Mary like Ted Cruz yeah. announced that Carly Fiorina yeah. was going to be his running mate yeah. when he was so far off yeah. from you know it's just you're just trying to create some buzz usually mm-hmm. it's at least very likely you're going to be the nominee now that does sort of bring us to a situation that we're, we could very well get to uh, which is that you don't hit nobody hits the right number for the delegate count. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, Bernie Sanders has a different view on this than he did four <laughs> years ago. Mm-hmm. Because four years ago, he mm-hmm. seemed like the guy who was going to get the delegate count and, uh, and and not have more votes. I think I have that right. And then this year, uh, it's, it's the, other the other way. way. No, yeah, yeah, no, he's he not going to have the delegate right. count in 2016. Yeah. And then this year, he's like, well, yeah. I think I'm going to get the delegates, yes. so let's go with that. So he's yes. completely got... And look... You know, uh, obviously yeah. opinions change and sort of your circumstances. But, uh, yeah, and I think that that's the sort of thing that depending on how close those delegate counts are, if somebody does pick, you know, look, some, sure, somebody would love to have Michelle Obama as their running mate. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but if you pick somebody that you like, oh, I remember them from earlier in the race. Like, I don't I don't know that you get a, a, a huge bump from like a Kamala Harris, but somebody that people are like, oh, you know, I did like a lot of what they said. Mm-hmm. So maybe you are a little bit more interested. You're like, oh, I'm kind of le- teetering between these two people. I like their running mate more. But yeah, I don't think you'll get it until close to the convention. Because yeah. I'm just, I'm no. just, I, I'm, I feel like once a running mate of any candidate is announced. Like, that's the only potential at this point that because there's no single candidate that anybody is super excited about. Yeah. I mean, even, even you know, Camp Bernie, Team Warren, like, even, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like there's just, there's just not like the, there's clearly not the clear front runner. So I feel like once a, a running mate could potentially be announced, if Bernie selects somebody, I feel like who I would just be like, Hell yeah, that's uh, what if suddenly he, fired up about what, it. You know, what if he picked like Elizabeth Warren? 
You know? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if if well, they, the two of them teamed I, up, I feel way, like that's I, like clear. I think, that, I think that's what she's thinking because uh-huh. she knows she's not going to get the nomination. She's not, yeah. she's not attacking him yeah. directly. That was something I noticed too in the debate. But uh, look, like you said, normally they don't do it until, the, until after, you know, until you get closer to the summer and, and yeah. everyone knows what's happening and you, buy, you pick somebody. And, yeah, I mean, we'll have a but, really good idea a month from now, but, you know, yeah. it, it can be still be close throughout right. April. So, like, when Biden announces that Hillary is his running mate. Yes. That's, <laughs> well, like, see, if he, yeah, well, if he did that now, then all of a sudden uh, it would be like, okay, I guess I might have to vote for Uncle Joe. But, uh, you know, broker convention, no clear winner. Mm-hmm. Hillary definitely swoops in and is like, you know what? Let me take care of this for you. I got three million more votes last time. I'll get five million more votes this time. And still lose. Well, yeah, that's actually what I meant. <laughs> uh, but just think about how much that would uh, uh, that would annoy Trump if twice he uh, won the Electoral College but lost the uh, popular vote. And that's probably what this would happen probably, anyways. If he was I, to win, yeah. it's going to be Look, he lost the popular vote. But he, yeah. you know. Hey, is there an age? Uh, uh, you have to be 35 to be president. What yeah. about to be vice president? No, there, uh, no, you, no. I, I do think actually it's also do you know 35. What I'm about 35. To, do you know what yeah. I'm about because to ask? Because you might become over. president. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so, I guess so. I was I was about to say, could Bernie select AOC as his running mate? No, uh, but when Beto runs in four years, he can. <laughs> this is a little joke. Just wanted to mention somebody. Ugh. So we do. Uh, unfortunately, we only have a few minutes, but I do want to talk about Bernie Sanders and the fact that he right now is the front runner. And my very strong feeling about this: if Bernie Sanders is the Democratic Party's front runner. Then Donald Trump is the front runner to be reelected so far and away because it is the easiest case for him to make. Do you feel like things are going well right now? Do you like having some money? This guy wants to take all of it. It doesn't matter if that's true or not. You had people. You had you had Mike Bloomberg calling him a communist. That's yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's it's hard to disprove the, the And I said this I last week. And I know it's a, and I know it's a, the word communism. Yeah, but meanwhile, yeah. it's like. Didn't he honeymoon in Russia? Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't he honeymoon in the Soviet, Soviet. Union? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just Russia. So, look, it, you know, that's very circumstantial and probably unfair. But, boy, is that an easy I, – I feel like I feel like I could do that debate prep on Bernie Sanders as a communist. It's, it's not great. And I don't think people like to hear – look, I, I don't have that much money. I didn't grow up with a lot. But I don't like the idea that somebody like Jeff Bezos or Mike Bloomberg shouldn't exist – they can have all that money. I think they should be taxed at a very high rate. But I don't think the idea, like, that, and I don't think these candidates say it, but you'll hear supporters say it and surrogates say that, like, these people shouldn't exist. They shouldn't have all that money. No, no. Well, Bernie Sanders should, has basically said that. Yeah, he doesn't he, believe in billionaires. That's the thing. Is, he yeah. says it. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and by the way, you know, Bernie's a millionaire, but it's, it's mm-hmm. a light millionaire. He's got $2 million. All right. And he's got three houses, but one of them's in Vermont. So, you know, don't act like, you know, he's really, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it, it is tough to, to be the man of the people when you are literally a millionaire. Right. But he just doesn't like billionaires because his you, friends are millionaires. And I was going to say he's a millionaire, so yeah. he can't say he doesn't like millionaires. Yeah. But, you know, and the fact that he's been in, in government for so many years too. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I would hate to say that because we saw what happened with Donald Trump in 2016. I would hate to say that he's automatically discounted from winning and that Trump – I think Trump would be a favorite. However, I would not put it past the fact that if Sanders got the voter turnout and got a few of the states that he needed, because, again, Trump 
barely won. No, I know. It, it's so the, it the, the, the electoral much. count for Trump is very misleading. Yes. It's those those like, you know, 47.4 versus, you know, 47.8 or whatever, you know, percent of the vote. Like those razor thin margins that uh, it's not that hard to tip those the other way. Like, no. like Bernie Sanders very easily can win a state like Pennsylvania. Like that's just off the top and, of my head. Right. Totally. Like I, I think – Okay. Anybody except Tom Steyer. I think any <laughs> of those people on the stage, even Joe Biden, could win. Oh, could win Pennsylvania. Joe Biden would definitely win because he's that, from that. That world might be that, the that. only state that Joe Biden could win. I mean, <laughs> Delaware. But come on. Yeah. You, what, they yeah. have like a half an electoral vote. <laughs> Just kidding, Delaware. If you're out there, but uh, you know, and I think yeah, wanna, Ryan's I, not going to be happy here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to upset our. I know Delaware exactly. Fans. I know that's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's 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 getting he's getting ready to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog in a few minutes over on uh, the popcorn talk. So I get it. Uh, but in any case, I think that, you know, it's it's very dangerous what Bernie Sanders is saying mm-hmm. as a Democrat. If you are a democratic socialist or, you know, even a communist, what he says, you're like, yeah, a lot of that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, you know, Elizabeth Warren is a little bit more, you know, it's a much more appetizing version of that. I am surprised that Bernie is is so far ahead, but he's the only person – that engenders any kind of passion in mm-hmm. his supporters. Yeah, you know? that's what we, we we talk about. He's basically the the Trump on the far left. And, oh, Chelsea and, got so mad at me the and, first time I said and, it. But it, it's true, and I've said that to her too. Yeah. It, it's it's you kind of go on the extreme, but they're basically on one side of each coin here. But the thing is too is that he's got that whole side to himself right now, yeah. and then you have everyone else sort of battling. Elizabeth Warren is closer to him, but still trying to get those moderate votes, and you have everyone else lumped in the moderate side. So they're all fighting for that same, which we talked about last week. If you were to take out a couple of those candidates, you know, the moderate votes won wide, like widely in New Hampshire. Yeah. Widely. So the fact is he's off on his own, and that's the thing, is that he's getting all the votes from the passionate supporters, the young people. Um, you have a lot of Latino voters, African-American voters, people that feel like, again, sort of like the Trump voters that have been left behind. Even in this economy, they feel, you know, it's been stacked against them. And so his message to them seems very, you know, very appetizing, like you're saying. So there is a passion there like Trump voters, and they will stay with him no matter what. And he's off by himself right now. So that's why he's able to kind of take away yeah. these numbers, which he couldn't do before when it was between him and one other candidate with with. Hillary Clinton well, last time. It's a comparison that Sanders supporters also wouldn't like, but you know, uh, fans of Rush Limbaugh—they've always been ditto heads because everything he says, they believe. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who worked in talk radio, when you're not someone that everyone can agree with, it's mm-hmm. really hard to sell your show. That works for his show. That's the Trump people; those are ditto heads. And I think the the Bernie people are like, yeah, whatever he says is fine because they like him so much. Uh, and you don't have that for anyone else on that stage no. where you like everything that they say. Right. Uh, before we run out of time, Tamara, just more of like a general thought, Bernie, and and sort of uh, mm. what maybe maybe even a prediction, what you think we might see over the next couple of weeks. Oh, boy. Over the next couple of weeks, let's see. Well, Bloomberg – never mind. I was about to say, <laughs> well, Bloomberg's <laughs> – He's out, but that's not going to happen. No, no, oh my <laughs> he's going to keep paying his he's way off. Paying paying the, he's got six billion dollars. Like uh, he, he's, 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 he's got so much more money than Donald Trump. 
He's, yeah, he's, he's actually a real billionaire. Yeah, he's, he's a real billionaire. He's the Olivia Jade and the presidential, the Democratic presidential that is USC. Oh, I like he's that. His way yes. in. I hope that's a tweet that uh, uh, that you have sent out or what, will. What yeah. is what is my prediction? Gosh, I it's just, too I hard. Just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I think that uh, Tuesday night's debate will be interesting uh, in South Carolina, and because mm-hmm. there is a debate on Tuesday night, we'll be back on Wednesday uh, at uh, at our usual time, four o'clock Pacific, seven Eastern, but just on a different day. And then the week after that is Super Tuesday, so we'll be here that night. One of these days, we're going to get back on a regular right. schedule, but it's really hard, actually. Mm-hmm. This this calendar. Look, if if AfterBuzz were open on Saturdays, I'd be like, oh, we should probably do something after the Nevada caucus. Yep. But we'll talk about that and yeah. the uh, South Carolina debate. But mm-hmm. we're out of time for now. Uh, obviously, it's always fun to chat with everyone. Thanks to uh, everybody who tuned in on a, on a weird day and a weird time. Mm-hmm. But... Scott Moore, where can people find you? Find me at SMAN80 on the Twitter and, you know, making fun of Donald Trump. <laughs> and Tamara Brown. On Twitter, hey Tamara underscore. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ and all across AfterBuzz TV with shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Star Trek Picard, and of course this one. Uh, so that's all the time we have for now, but we will see you, as I said, next Wednesday at 4 Pacific. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.